Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. morning everybody welcome to the podcast today how are you all doing i know that um there's some crunchy energies i know that our world is still so messy and uncertain but i also know that there's pockets of happy Pockets of positive, I was calling it with friends lately. You know, when you enjoy the sunny spot or you enjoy the fall leaves. I have to say this. Right now we're all in my area in awe because our leaves are turning colors and they're absolutely stunning. And we usually don't get them for this long. Usually our leaves start to turn colors and then we get some big winds and they're gone. But this year... We have gotten to enjoy them, it, and maybe maybe it's just a perception, right? But it sure feels like we're getting to enjoy them for longer than we have before. And you know what? Yay. There's a pocket of positive and joy. And just find those in your life because, man, is it crunchy. And so my topic today, Boundaries for Self-Compassion, I want to talk about boundaries, of course, because, you know, we talk a lot about boundaries because it's easy to let your boundaries slip. It's easy to feel responsible for everybody and everything all the time and just take that on, especially as women. You know, I'm doing a ton of energy clearing for women right now, and one of the big ones I'm doing is the whole feeling responsible for everybody and everything. And I do have an energy clearing for that. Contact me if you're interested. Um, And it's interesting because I've been doing that one a lot with betrayal. And, yeah, it's just, it's interesting. I know I'm behind on putting my energy packages together because I'm super busy and I am not complaining about that. (laughs) It is great. Right now, my ranch work is taking a priority, as it should, and so that that will level out in a week or so. And so then I want to put together the betrayal package to help all, all everybody that's dealing with that. And it might not be what you think it is. It's just we're dealing with these crunchy energies and feeling that we must be doing things wrong if things aren't working out. That's kind of a mind mess up, right? Like the whole, so all the energy clearings I'm doing about people feeling responsible for everything, that's kind of a new age mind mess up, right? Well, if things aren't going your way, you're not thinking the right thoughts. Oh, you're not doing the right things. Oh, you're attracting the negative. But what if it's just crunchy life? 
we are here to experience and experience everything, not just pick and choose what we get to experience from a buffet, because if we could, we would. But let's be real. That's not our reality. And so a lot of um, messages coming through about acceptance and surrender and letting go, and it's letting go of what you perceive your life has to be or letting go of being mean to yourself. Again, we're going to come back to this whole self-compassion thing. Yeah, we are so hard on ourselves, right? And we take responsibility when... And it's not that we shouldn't take responsibility. It's just that we can't take responsibility for everything and everybody or we get overwhelmed and we just rebel, right? (laughs) We do things that are just simply rebellious and maybe not so healthy for us. And, I mean, that's human. We can't help being human, and we're imperfect, and we make mistakes, and it's part of the deal. We need to be compassionate to ourselves when these things happen because, you know what? We're basically figuring it out constantly. And we know this, yet we have expectations of ourselves and our life that maybe aren't quite realistic, right? I mean, let's be real. Everybody's cranky right now. It's hard peopling, and, you know, we're internalizing things that maybe we don't need to. And so if you are doing that to yourself, let's practice some self-compassion. Now, the way I understand it, or the way I'm researching right now, is there's a nurturing self-compassion where you take care of yourself. You do those things that lift your energy, and you really focus on you and how you are taking care of yourself. You know, that could be the curl up in a blanket and watch a movie when you need to just escape. That could be, you know, having that cup of tea, doing a morning meditation or, you know, whatever whatever nurtures your soul. But then we have the warrior self-compassion. That's when you say, uh-uh, no. I was practicing some of that yesterday, and it really, not going to lie, it really pissed somebody off. And I'm like, dude, I'm not even asking you for anything outrageous. What I'm actually asking you is some respect. And I was holding firm on my boundaries because there was a similar situation like a couple of weeks ago where I didn't. I I just let it slide, right? I let it slide because it's like whatever. Maybe you don't want me to be part of the group, so I'll let it slide. But that's not how it worked out. And now I'm like, okay, well, since I have to deal with it anyway, I am having firm boundaries. And get over yourself because I'm not going to back down about it. And so that is the warrior self-compassion where you know your boundaries and you're demanding which can be super uncomfortable because, you know, we want to keep the peace. We want everyone to be happy. You know, we don't always want to feel what they're feeling when they're mad. But at the same time, you need to have your warrior self-compassion. 
where you are putting in your boundaries and you're saying no or you're holding someone accountable for their bad behavior that affects your life. And when you're empathic, that is hard to do. But you know what? You got this. You can do this. And it's untangling the energies and knowing your intention, right? My intention in my tanglement yesterday was, you know, how do I say this without giving away the guilty, including myself? It was a project, and I have very strong feelings about whose team I'm on in this project. And I will. I know my intentions. I know my boundaries. I know who I am prioritizing and whose stuff that, you know, we can work together on this, but I'm not letting you railroad me or manipulate because unless I'm okay with it, but I'm also making the choice. Yeah, that's okay. Because if it doesn't really affect you, because we have to also be careful, right, (laughs) that we're feisty just to be feisty. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about where it doesn't really matter to you, but you're annoyed at, you know, something else that didn't work out, and so you're being feisty just because you want to vent out that energy somehow, some way, right? And you know you're doing it. It's not good or bad, but being self-aware and knowing why helps you make choices. And you can choose to be feisty just because it's absolutely your choice. I went and did my stair-stepper, vented out some frustration energy about it, and then I could proceed. It was totally entertaining to me. Notice, just, you know, pay attention. It's okay. And it's okay to be a jerk sometimes if it happens because we also have to be in acceptance of what is, right? Yeah, I was a jerk in that situation. It really didn't mean that much to me, but I was tired of, you know, somebody treating me that way, and so I stood up for myself in that situation, even if it wasn't totally warranted. And that's, I mean, we're human. We make mistakes. Our perceptions aren't always correct because we're coming through our own lens. That's why self-awareness is key. And it doesn't mean you're not going to make mistakes. We are totally imperfect. I was watching, um, I can't remember her name offhand because, you know what, I'm old. Um, But I was watching her YouTube stuff because I was doing some research, and she had such a good point about how we seem to have this need to be above average, that being average just feels like such an insult, and we want our kids to be above average. We want ourselves to be above average. We want to be above average. And since when is being average an insult? Being average has its gifts, man. Totally has its gifts. Because if you're always demanding yourself to be above average, that is a whole lot of pressure. And we're not good at every single thing we do. And I am average at some things, for sure. I'm stellar at others. But I'm okay with being average. You know, in a like a marketing and a business sense, it's so easy to get caught up in that. 
you see what other people are doing and and you feel like oh no i'm not doing enough they're way above average they're like they're so much better than i am but if you stop for myself i stopped and i looked at my life and i looked at what i was doing and i'm like wait a minute i don't actually have time for that other stuff an opportunity is presenting itself to me right now and i really have to think about it on how much time i have to actually give it because I have other priorities that need me, and I don't want to stretch myself too thin. And look at the time, right? You know, it always kind of gets me on my little soapbox about marketing because marketing is designed to convince you to buy the product no matter what. And this is why I teach people how to use their spidey senses, use their intuition, become self-aware. Because if you know yourself, you will know whether that offer is actually good for you or not good for you. There's so many interesting classes and interesting things you can take, and I love learning, so I'm a sucker for them. But I have the ability to scan. I don't read every single word because I don't, I'm not interested. That's why my offers are always short and sweet because I get annoyed. While I understand the marketing part of it, you want to show extreme value for what you're offering, I don't have time for that. So I always skin to the bottom to find out the price or what I have to do to get in, and then I pay attention to how my energy and body feel in that moment. If it's woohoo or uh-oh, no, uh can't, can't, can't do that because that is one of my guidance systems, money. I know my budget. I know what I can or can't afford, and I'm never going to convince somebody, oh, just put it on your credit card. I have always found that it pays off in the end, only if you're comfortable with that, but not as a marketing gimmick, uh-uh. And so because I'm so self-aware, and I know my energy, I know my boundaries, I can do that. Now, translate that into other parts of your life, right? If you're self-aware, you'll know. And if you don't know, if you need to process and ponder things, when an offer presents itself or somebody asks you something, ask for time to, to work out details. Say, well, I have you know a lot on my plate right now. I just need a little bit of time. That is giving yourself self-compassion and those warrior boundaries, so that you don't jump in because you're, you know, you want to help and you want to be helpful. That's just how we are. We're hardwired sometimes to be helpful for survival, right? If somebody needs our help, they're not gonna, you know, get rid of us. It's just a survival thing. And so warrior self-compassion is giving yourself time and space to figure out if something is actually in alignment with you, if you can fit it in, or if it's going to just make you cranky and regret. And it's okay to slow down, right? It's okay. Slowing down is the nurturing self-compassion and giving yourself Space to figure things out and take care of yourself because it's crunchy it's crunchy people are crunchy we're tired 
we're psychically tired, energetically tired, as well as physically tired because it feels like we're juggling so much all the time and we have to be strategizing and on edge and figuring it out. So don't, and we do. I mean, that is also a reality, but don't forget to give yourself those pockets of positive or those pockets of self-nurturing space so that you can be on your strategizing, thinking, figuring out game with more clarity. Because if we don't do both, we're just, energetically stretching ourselves and overwhelmed constantly and we don't it's we're not as effective i know if i don't take some time to just like shut off hide hibernate i'm not nearly as good at the things that i do and i'm supporting a lot of people my businesses are super busy as well as supporting a lot of cows (laughs) that's my pockets of positive Mm-hmm. Going out, petting a cow, and my horses, they just make my soul so happy. So, yeah. Sometimes I feel like we're in a parallel universe, though. You know, I have some things that I'm still working out before I present them to you, but, man, can I help you with more stuff now? Like, things just, so, I don't know if any of you followed Dolores Cannon stuff. She was very cool, very amazing, and she's the one that taught me about parallel universes and parallel lives, and I've been researching and trying to understand it for years, and then I swear, lately, I don't know, the last two months, skipped into a parallel universe, and I'm glad you're all here with me, (laughs) like, it's just, things are just slightly different. But then it takes me down a different rabbit hole, which I probably shouldn't go down, but if anyone has any information or books I can read, please send them to me. What if energetically just, so just myself, skip into a parallel universe, and everybody else stays the same, and to them it's not a parallel universe? I want to know if that happens. Anyways, squirrel, right? got to check the time because I have a grounding guided meditation for you because the more we can stay grounded, the more we can become self-aware. That floaty head feeling where you're not really here, yeah. We need to ground ourselves when that's happening. Sometimes it's eating a snack. Sometimes it's drinking something. Sometimes it's dancing. There's lots of tools. Lots and lots of tools. Okay, so this self-compassion too. What about when you're dealing with people that are crunchy? They're angry. They're mad. They want you to do something you don't want to do. You know, all those things. Ground your energy. Make sure that you are clear. Make sure that your intentions are clear. But let's be real, in the moment, in the moment someone's lashing out at you and you're like, whoa, whoa, and it feels like an attack. Do your best to ground your energy. Do your best to have compassion for yourself. Compassion for them if you can But in that moment when someone's attacking you, it's really hard. And so don't put that pressure on yourself if you can't. 
have compassion for yourself so that you can have your boundaries and either, you know, be the warrior or retreat and be the nurturer for yourself. Because diffusing situations right now is messy. And sometimes we're going to be able to and sometimes we're not. And there's no clear, clean cut strategy for that except for making sure you're in your own energy and can think clearly, feel clearly. Because we're being triggered lots. And then when we're triggered, we'll be reactionary, either flight or fright. You know what I mean, fight or flight. And that's perfectly okay. Again, nurturing self-compassion. Give yourself a break for maybe reacting in a way that you're regretting because you did the best you could in that moment, right? And this is, again, all uncertain energies. Navigating this is a day-by-day, let's see what happens today kind of situation. It's just how it is. That's our reality right now, messy, messy, uncomfortable, weird, right? Weird. And we're all feeling it. So if you're feeling isolated and alone in your feelings, reach out to someone you trust to talk to. Because I guarantee that you're not. We're all feeling this crunchy. Sometimes it just feels like we're being attacked. And it's crazy. And it's hard. But you know what? Giving yourself some self-compassion, we can get through it. We can deal with it. Even when we think we can't. We actually can. Again, find your pockets of positive. Pockets of positive. Try to go outside, too. I don't know. Pet your animals. We co-regulate and calm our nervous systems through conversations with other people, through spending time with our beloved pets, um, looking at pretty pictures, being outside with nature. And what you're doing is you're taking your dysregulated self and regulating it. And it's a practice. And the more you practice, the stronger you will get at it. Just like when you're developing your intuition. The more you practice, the stronger you will get. That is how it works. But you practice grows stronger, right? And in our world right now, kindness matters, but kindness with boundaries for yourself. Well, and I guess, you know, that's what kindness is, right? You're not being taken advantage of, but you're also having some respect and some compassion. Figure out what that means to you. And every situation is different. And it sure feels energetically like we're going to have more crunchy situations where we need to use our tools, practice what we've been learning. And also, I am going to encourage you 
to write yourself a letter. And I want you to write yourself a letter listing or acknowledging, that's a better word, all the things you like about yourself or all the good things you do. So I have a project that I've been working on, and I've been working on it for years. And, you know, sometimes people will say to me, oh, you're still working on that? You're not done yet? And it makes me feel less than or that I'm slacking or shirking or something like that. But then I'm like, excuse me, like, I'm busy, you know? I would like to do YouTube videos. I would like to do more marketing. I don't have time, which is, you know, kind of the point, isn't it, though? I don't have time because I am busy. I don't have time because I have enough clients. I don't have time because I'm working. And isn't that kind of the point? But, you know, when someone says something like that to you in that moment, you're like, oh, I'm obviously not doing enough because, oh, I guess I should have that done. Stop. Stop. Again, I'm going to encourage you to write yourself a letter acknowledging everything you do for yourself, for everybody else. You know, mine would be like, you know, I take care of all the cows. I make sure they're healthy. I take care of the horses. I make sure they're fed. I make sure their water's on. I take care of my kids. I make sure they feel supported. I make sure they're doing okay in school. I take care of my husband. I make sure that he's, you know, got what he needs. And I take care of the house less so than maybe some of the other things. But, you know, it's reasonably clean. Meals happen. You know, the laundry gets done. I take care of my mom because, you know, she's living near me now and I'm her person. And, you know, all the things that you do in a day that you just dismiss as not important. But guess what? They are. I mean, you're managing... How many people's lives when you stop and look at it, right? I manage everybody. That's my role, right? I do the books. I manage the ranch part. I manage the school part. I manage my own businesses. Reverend Shannon's busy sometimes. Psychic Cowgirl's super busy, and I'm managing it all. So when I break it down and look at everything I'm doing, okay, I can let myself off the hook for not having that other project done yet. But that's not where we go to at first. And again, that's why we need to teach ourselves to practice self-compassion, the nurturing kind and the warrior kind. And so the person, I mean, it's more than one person actually that has said that to me. And when they do, I just say, yeah, well, not time yet. I dismiss it because it doesn't really ping me. I mean, it used to, for sure, and now it doesn't because, you know, I don't feel like their intention on saying that to me is honorable. (laughs) It's reactionary, and it's not about me, and I can recognize that and have compassion for them and myself. That's a whole other thing, right? And we have to teach our, teach yourself to have compassion for yourself because it is easier for us to have compassion for others. We're kind of socially conditioned, you know, 
that whole mind-messing thing that we're never enough or never doing enough, that we could always do better. We need to strive to be more, do more, have more. And that is a mind mess. What if you're happy with everything you have right this second and take time to enjoy it? Every morning when I go do my horse chores, I smile. Even when it's 30 below when I'm doing my horse chores because I love them. Ooh, there was just a great big crash outside. I don't know what that was, but it didn't sound good. So you know what? I need to shut this down. I'm sorry, guys. I don't think I can do our guided meditation. I need to go find out what happened. So I'll send you all a hug, and I will... um, I will... Maybe record this meditation and put it on my Facebook page later. But yeah, I gotta go. I'll update you on my Facebook page if I feel like. Yeah, that was weird. Okay, gotta go. Bye. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.